Hi everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Warrior Cats, the series. I'm your host, Sharpstar. Um, sorry for posting a little late. Um, I forgot to do it yesterday. Um, but yeah, let's jump in straight into the episode. Bye. Okay, let's start reading Chapter 4, Fire and Ice, by Aaron Hunter. As they headed out of the camp, the two young warriors nearly crashed into Whitestorm, who was leading Sample and Running Wing into the, forest dawn, into the forest for the dawn patrol. Sorry, panted Fireheart. He stopped and Graystripe skidded to a halt beside him. Whitestorm dipped his head. I he- hear you two are going on a mission. Yes, Fireheart replied. Then may then may you have Starclan's protection, meowed Whitestorm gravely. What for? Sandpaw sneered. Off to catch voles? Running wing, a lean tabby, turned and whispered something into Sandpaw's ear. Her expression changed into the contempt, contempt in her green eyes switched to guarded curiosity. The patrol stepped aside to let Fireheart and Graystripe pass. The the pair raced on, scrambled up the side of the ravine. Fireheart and Graystripe shared a few words as they followed the route through the forest to four trees, saving their breath for the long journey ahead. They paused at the top of the steep slope as far as, as the on. They paused at the top of the steep slope on the far side of the oak shaded clearing, their sides heaving from the climb. Is it always windy up here? Grumbled Graystripe, fluffing out his thick fur against the blast of cold air that swept across the uplands. I suppose there aren't any trees to block it, Fireheart pointed out, screwing up his eyes. This was Windclan's territory. As Fireheart sniffed the air, he detected a scent that all his senses told him should not be there. Do you smell River Clan warriors? he murmured uneasily. Graystripe lifted his nose. No, do you think there might be some here? Maybe. They might want to take they want they might want to make the most of Wind Clan's absence, especially since the, they know Wind Clan will be back soon. Fireheart warned. Well I can't smell anything now, whispered Grace Graystripe. The two friends padded watchfully along a frozen turf trail shelter, sh- sheltered by Heather. A fresh scent stopped Fireheart in his tracks. Can you smell that? He asked Graystripe. Yes, whispered Graystripe, flattening himself against the ground. River gland. Fireheart dropped dropped into a crouch, keeping his ear ears below the heather. Beside him, Graystripe lifted his dark head to peer over the bushes. I can see them, he murmured. They're hunting. Fireheart stretched up cautiously to look. Four River Clan warriors were chasing a rabbit through a patch of gorse. Fireheart recognized Black Claw from the gathering. The smoky black warrior pounced, his claws unsheathed, but sat up again with nothing to show for the chase. The rabbit must have made it into the safety of her, of her warren. Firehart and Graystripe dropped down again and pressed their belly against the cold turf. 
They're not good rabbit hunters, Graystripe hissed scornfully. I guess River Clam is more used to catching fish, Fireheart whispered back. His nose twitched as he smelled the scent of the terrified rabbit coming nearer. With a pang of dread, Fireheart heard the paw-steps of River Clam warriors fast approaching after it. They're coming this way. We'll have to hide. Follow me, whispered Graystripe. I smell badgers this way. Badgers, Fireheart echoed. Is that safe? He'd heard the story of how Halftail had lost his tail in a, in a fight with a bad-tempered old badger. Don't worry, the scent is strong, but stale, Graystripe assured him. There must have been an old set near here. Fireheart sniffed. His scent glands picked up a strong, almost fox-like scent. Are you sure it's abandoned? We'll know soon enough. Come on, we've got to get out of here, replied Graystripe. He led the way quickly through the low bushes. The rustle of heather told Fireheart the River Clan warriors were closing in. Here, Graystripe shouldered aside a tuft of heather to reveal a sandy hole in the ground. Get inside. The badger's scent will disguise ours. We can wait till they're gone. Fireheart slipped speedily into the dark hole, and Graystripe followed him. The stench of badger was overwhelming. Paul's steps studded on the ground overhead. Both cats held their breath as the steps... <coughs> ah, excuse me. Paul's steps thudded on the ground overhead. Both cats held their breath as the steps halted, and one of the River Clan warriors yelled, Badger set! From the raspy mew, Fireheart knew it was Black Claw. Second voice answered, Is it abandoned? The rabbit may be hidden hiding inside. Fireheart felt gray stripes fur bristling beside him in the dark. He unsheathed his claws and stared at the entrance of the club of the hole, ready to fight if the warriors came inside. Wait, the scent leads this way, meowed Black Claw. There was a scramble of paws overhead as, as, River Clan, as the River Clan warriors charged away. Graystripe slowly let out his breath. Do you think they're gone? Perhaps we should wait a bit longer to make sure none of them stay behind, Fireheart suggested. No more noises came from outside. Graystripe nudged Fireheart. Come on, he meowed. Fireheart followed Graystripe cautiously out of the day, out into the daylight. There was no sign of the River Clan patrol that the fresh breeze cleared Fireheart's scent glance of the badger stench. We should look for the Wind Clan camp, he meowed to Graystripe. It'll be the best place to pick up their scent. <clears throat> okay, answered Graystripe. They meowed. Sl- they moved slowly through the heather, keeping their mouths slightly open to pick up the scent of any more River Clan warriors. <clears throat> they stopped at the foot of a large flat rock that helped up, that sloped up steep, steeply past the tops of the gorse bushes. I'll climb up and have a look around, offered Graystripe. My pelt will blend better with the stone. Okay, Fireheart agreed, but keep your head down. <clears throat> He watched his friend creep up the rock. Graystripe crouched at the top top and gazed around the plateau, then skidded back down to Fireheart. There's a hollow over there, I think. Wait. 
there's a hollow over there, I think. Graystripe puffed signaling with his tail. I can see a gap in the heather. Let's check it out, beyond Fireheart. It could be the camp. That's what I thought, Graystripe nodded. It's probably the only place up here that's sheltered from the wind. As they neared the hollow, Fireheart raced past Graystripe and, and gazed over the edge. It looked at, as if Starclan Star Clan warriors had reached down from the sky, scooped a pawful of peat from the plateau, and replaced it with a thick tangle of gorse that grew almost to the level of the ground on either side. Fireheart sniffed. He could smell many scents all since all wind clan, old and young, male, female, and in the background, the faint odor of fresh kill that had long since become crow food. This had to be the abandoned camp. <coughs> Fireheart bounded down the slope and plunged into the bushes. The gorse tugged at his fur and scratched his nose, making his eyes water. He could hear Graystripe behind him, cursing as thorns snagged his ears. They pushed through the they pushed through into a shelter, sheltered clearing. The sandy ground had been trodden hard of gener by generations of paws. At one end of the clearing stood a rock, a rock worn smooth, smooth by many windblown moons. This is their camp, all right. Fireheart murmured. I can't believe Broken Stone managed to drive one clan out of such a well-protected place, meowed Graystripe, rubbing his sore nose with one paw. It looks like it looks like they put up a good fight, Fireheart pointed out, realizing with a jolt how badly ra 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 ravaged the camp was. Clumps of fur littered the ground, and dried blood stained the sand. Mossy nests had been dragged out of the dens and torn apart, and everywhere stale shadow clan cats since mingled with the smell of terrified wing clan cats. Fireheart sh shuddered. Let's find the scent trail out of here. He meowed. He began to sniff the air carefully and move forward, following the strongest scent. Graystripe padded after him to a narrow gap in the gorse. When clan cats must be even smaller than I remember, grumbled Graystripe as he squeezed through after Fireheart. Fireheart glanced at his at his friend, amused for a moment. The scent trail was quite clear now, definitely one clan, but mixed, but mixed and pungent, as if it were, if it as if it were made by many frightened cats. Fireheart looked down. Drops of dried blood dotted the ground. We're heading the right way, he meowed darkly. Darkly, two moons of rain and the wind had failed to wash all away the signs of suffering. <clears throat> Fireheart could clearly picture the defeated and injured clan feeling, fleeing from its home. With a surge of anger, he pound, he bounded after his friend. The trail led led them to the far edge of the uplands, where they stopped to catch their breath. In front of them, ground sloped away to the to lake farmland. Far in the distance, where the sun, sun was beginning to set, loomed the towering shapes of high stones. I wonder if Night Pelt was there yet, Fireheart murmured in a tunnel below the uh, in a tunnel below the high stones lay the sacred moonstone where the leaders of each of each clan shared dreams with star clan well we don't we don't want to find find them down there 
gray stripe flicked his tail at the wide expanse of two-legged land. It'll be hard enough dodging two-legged rats and dogs without meeting a new Shadow Clan leader as well. Farhart nodded. He thought he thought back to the, their last journey across this land with Blue Star and Tiger Claw. They had almost ki- been killed by by an attack of rats, and only the arrival of Barley, the loner, had saved them. Even so, Blue Star had lost one of her lives. The memory of it, the memory of it, stung Fireheart like a wounded a wounded ant. Oh, the memory of it stung Fireheart like a wood ant. Do you think we'll find any trace of Ravenpaw down there? Graystripe meowed, turning his broad face toward Fireheart. I hope so, Fireheart replied solemnly. This, the last, the last he had seen of Ravenpaw had been the white tip of his tail disappearing into the storm on the uplands. Had the Thunderclan apprentice made it safely to Barley's territory? The two warriors stared down the slope, carefully sniffing each clump of grass to, to make sure they had stayed on one clan's trail. It doesn't look as if they were heading for High Stones, Graystripe remarked. The trail took took them sideways into a wide, grassy field. They skirted the edge, staying near the hedge, hedge grown as one clan had done. The scent, the scent led him out of the field and it, onto the two-leg path through a small corpse of trees. Look, Graystripe meowed. Sun, sun-bleached pile of prey bones lay scattered in the undergrowth. Mossy bedding had been gathered beneath the thick, the thickest patches of brambles. When clan must have tried to settle here, Fireheart meowed in surprise. I wonder what made them leave. Graystripe, Grace asked Graystripe, sniffing the air. The scent is old. Fireheart shrugged, but the two cats followed the trail onward to a thick hedge. Was a bit bit of a struggle. They wriggled through on, they wriggled through onto a grass verge. Beyond a narrow ditch lay a wide earth track. Graystripe leap, leaped nimbly over the ditch and onto the hard red track. Fireheart looked around, sti- stiffening as he recognized a hard edge silhouette in the distance. Graystripe, stop! He hissed. What's up? Fireheart pointed with his nose. Look at that two-legged place over there. We must be, be near Barley's territory. Graystripe ears twitched nervously. That's where those dogs live, lived, but one clan definitely came this way. We'll have to hurry. We need to get past the two-legged nest before, sun, before sunset. Fireheart remembered, Barley telling them that the two legs let the dogs loose at night, and the sun was already sinking toward the craggy tops of the high stones. He nodded. He nodded. Perhaps the dog chased Wing Clan out of the woods. With an anxious twinge, he thought of Ravenpaw. Do you think he found Barley? He asked. Who? Ravenpaw? Why not? He made it this far. Follow Meow Graystripe. Don't underestimate him. Remember the time Tiger Claw sent him to Snake Rocks? He came back with an adder. Fireheart purred at the memory as Graystripe leaped across the track and through the hedge on the far side. 
Fireheart chased after him, quickening his pace to match his friend step for step. A dog, a dog barked fiercely from the two-leg nest, but its vicious snarl soon soon faded into the distance. The temperature plunged as the sun set, and frost began to form on the grass. Should we keep going? asked Graystripe. What if the trail takes us to high stones after all? Nipel will definitely be there now. Fireheart lifted his nose and sniffed the browning fronds of some ferns. The smell of wind clans, sour with fear, pricked him, pricked at him. We'd better keep we better keep keep going, he meowed. We'll stop when we have to. The cold breeze carried another odor to Fireheart's nose. There was an, a thunderpath nearby. Graystripe screwed up his face. He'd smelled it too. The warriors exchanged a look of dismay, but pushed on. The stench grew stronger and stronger until until they could hear the roar of the thunderpath. Monsters in the distance. By the time they had reached the hedge that ran alongside the wide gray path, it was hard to make out the Wind Clan's trail at all. Graystripe stopped and looked around, uncertainties showing in his eyes, but Fireheart couldn't couldn't just make it out of the fierce make out the fearsome. He crept through the shadows beside the hedge until he reached a place where the hedge was was less thick. They sheltered here, Fireheart meowed, Im- imagining the terrified wind clan cats staring through the hedge at the thunderpath. This was probably the first time the most of them most of them had seen the Thunderpath, Graystripe remarked as he joined Fire, Fireheart at the edge. Fireheart looked at, at his friend in surprise. He had never met a Wind Clan cat. They had been driven out of the territory almost as soon as he had become an apprentice. Didn't they patrol their borders? He asked, puzzled. You've seen their territory. It's pretty wild and barren, and the, the, the prey's not easy to catch. I guess they never thought any of the other clans would bother hunting there. After all, River Clan had had their river, and in a good year, our forests are filled with prey, so no cat needs their skinny rabbits. A monster roared past on the other side of the hedge, its, it's night eyes glaring. Fireheart and Graystripe flinched as the wind buffeted their fur, even through the wall of leaves when the noise had faded away. They sat up cautiously and sniffed around the roots of the hedge. Sn- sniffed around the roots of the hedge. The trail seems to lead under here. Fireheart squeezed onto the grass verge that lay among the thunderpath. Graystripe scrambled through behind him. But on the other side of the hedge, the scent trail stopped abruptly. They must have either da- doubled back or crossed the, the Thunder Clan. The thunder path. Fireheart meowed. You look around there. You look around here, and I'll check out out the other side. He fought to keep his voice calm, but the exhaustion was making him desperate. Surely they couldn't have lost the trail now after coming so far. That's the end of chapter four. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll read chapter five. Bye. And welcome back from the break. We will be reading chapter five. 
Fireheart waited until the only sound he could hear was the pounding of the blood in his ears. Then he padded to the edge of the Thunderpath. It was stretched ahead of him, wide and foul-smelling, but silent. Fireheart darted out. The ground beneath his paws felt cold and smooth. He couldn't stop until he he did sorry, he didn't stop until he reached the grass on the other side. The air here was tainted by the arched, arched smell of the Thunderpath and its monsters. So Fireheart headed toward the, a hedge. Still, there was no trace of the Wind Clan cats. His heart sank. So suddenly, a monster tore past, making Fireheart leap into the air with terror. He scrambled up. He scrambled underneath the hedge and crouched, trembling, trembling, fr- frantically wondering what to do next. Then he smelled it. The, fanti- the faintest trace carried on the wind carried on the wind clan that the monster had stirred up wind clan had been here fireheart called as loudly as we as as he could to graystripe there was a pause then the sound of paws bounding across the thunderpath to join him have you found it puffed his friend not sure got i got a whiff but i can't pinpoint it fireheart pushed his way through the hedge graystripe right behind him he lifted his no nose toward the open field ahead of them. Have you any idea what's over there? No, replied Graystripe. I shouldn't think any ha- any clan cat has ever been this far before, except the wind clan, muttered Fireheart darkly. Away from the cons- confusing fumes of the Thunderbath, the trail was suddenly clear. Wind clan had definitely come across this way. The two cats struck out beneath uh, through the two cats struck out through the long grass, straight across the field. Fireheart, Graystripe sounded alarm. What is it? Look, Fireheart stopped and lifted his head. He saw a thunderpath ahead of them, arcing high into the air on massive stone legs. Illuminated the eyes of the monsters that moved along it. Another thunderpath ran below it, veering off into the darkness. Graystripe nodded toward a tall thistle. And smell this. Fireheart inhaled the scent. It was fresh wind, fresh wind clan marker. They must have settled somewhere near here. Near, near here. Graystripe murmured in disbelief. A pang of excitement twisted Fireheart's stomach. But both cats looked silently at each other for a moment. Then, without a word, they moved on toward the stinking thunder clan, to the stink, toward the stinking thunder paths. <clears throat> Graystripe spoke at last. Why would Wind Clan come to a place like this? I guess not even Broken Star would want to follow them here. Fireheart answered grimly. He he stopped. Uh, a, he stopped. A thought that was nagging at him. Graystripe paused beside him what is it if wind clan is hiding so near the thunderpath fireheart meowed slowly they must be fairly desperate not to be found they're more likely to trust us if we arrive in daylight than if we creep up on them in darkness does that mean we can rest graystripe asked graystripe sitting down heavily just until it's light graystripe fire graystripe i mean just until it's light, meowed Fireheart. Will you find somewhere to hide and see if we can get some sleep? 
Are you hungry? Graystripe shook his... Graystripe... Wait. Are you hungry? Graystripe shook his head. Me either. Fireheart agreed. I don't know if it's those herbs or because the center in the thunder path is making me feel sick. Where where shall we sleep? Graystripe looked around. Fireheart had already noticed a dark shadow in the ground up ahead. What's that? A burrow? Graystripe sounded puzzled. It's too big for a rabbit. Surely there can't be a badger set there. Let's take a look, Fireheart suggested. The hole was larger than a badger set, smooth and lined with stone. Fireheart sniffed it, then put his front paws on its rim and peered cautiously inside. A stone tunnel sloped away down through the ground down into the ground i can feel air flowing through it he meowed his voice echoing into the shadows it must come up somewhere over there he ducked back and pointed his nose toward the tangle of thunder paths is it empty it smells like it come on then graystripe led the way into the tunnel after a few fox links the slope the slope leveled out. Fireheart halted and sniffed the damp air. He could smell nothing but f- the fumes of the thunder pass. A roaring no- noise rumbled overhead. Fireheart paused, tr- trembled as the stone floor r- vibrated. Was the thunder path above them? He fl- he fluffed up out his coat against the re- relentless draft and felt Graystripe's fur brush against him. His friend was circling, cir- was circling, but p- preparing to settle down to sleep. Graystripe, I mean, Fireheart crouched down and huddled beside his friend. He he closed his stinging eyes and thought of the gentle forest breezes and the rustles, rustling of the leaves. Exhaustion fought bre- briefly with a pang of longingly to be at home in his den. Before he gave in to the black blackness that swam in, into his mind, when Fireheart opened his eyes again, gray light was glowing at the end of the tunnel. Dawn must be near. Fireheart bones ached from the cold, hard ground. He nudged Graystripe, who grunted, "Morning already? Almost." Fireheart answered, getting to his paws. Graystripe stretched out, stretched and stood up too. I think we should head that way, Fireheart meowed, craning his neck away from the light. I think this tunnel leads right under a thunderpath. It it might take us nearer to the, to the his voice tra- trailed off. He had no words to describe the tangle of thunderpaths they had seen last night. Beside him, Graystripe nodded, and together they had they they began to pad wordless, wordlessly into the darkness. Before long, Fireheart spotted light ahead of them. They quickened their pace until it, until they were racing up a short, steep slope that led them into a world f- filled with gray dawn light. They had come up near the edge of, of a patch of barren, dirty, dirty grass. Thunderpaths e- enclosed it on two sides. On, enclosed it on two sides, and another arched overhead. A fire burned in the middle of the grass. A few two legs lay around it. One of them stretched and rolled over, and another grunted angrily and, and, and angrily in its sleep. But the noise and stench from the thunder paths didn't seem to wake them. Fireheart watched them warily, then froze as something else caught his eyes. Dark outlines that flitted back and forth in front of the flames. 
cats. Could it be one clan? Fireheart looked at the fire and ca- fire, and the and the cats in his mind flooded with the memory of his dream. The noise of the thunder path, the sight of the flames of the and the cats, and sp- and spotted leaves, spot and spotted leaves voice murmuring, fire fire will save the clan. A surge of emotion made Fireheart's legs feel weak. Did this mean that the Thunder Clan's fate was bound up with the fate of one clan? Fireheart, Fireheart, Graystripe voice and jolted Fireheart back to reality. He breathed deeply to calm himself. We must find Tallstar and speak to him, he meowed. Then you think it is one clan? Asked Graystripe. You smelled their marker. Who else could it be? Fireheart. Fireheart replied. Graystripe looked at him, his eyes shining with triumph. We found them. Fireheart nodded. He didn't he didn't point out that finding one clan was only half their mission. They still had to convince them that it was safe to to return home. Graystripe braced himself, ready to leap forward. Let's go. Hang on, Fireheart warned. We don't want to startle them. Just then, one of the two legs sat up with a jolt and began shouting at the ragged cats around the fire. The noise roused the other two legs, who joined in with rough, angry voices. The two leg, the the wind clan cats scattered, all ca- caution forgotten. Fireheart and Graystripe raced after them. Fireheart could feel his fur prickle with fear as he and Graystripe ran toward the fire, and the two legs every in, and the two legs ran straight toward the fire in the two legs. Every instinct told him to keep away, but he dared not lose sight of the wind, fleeing wind clan cats. One of the two legs staggered to its feet, looming up in front of him. Fireheart skidded, sending up a spray of dust. Something exploded beside him, pelting him with hard-edged splinters, but nothing else pierced his thick, thick coat. He glanced backward, checking for Graystripe. He was relieved to see his friend had was right behind him, his eyes wide with alarm and his fur standing on end. They charged into the safety of the shadows beneath the soaring thunder path. Ahead, Fireheart watched the Wind Clan cats stop close to one another, to one of the thunder path's great stone legs, and then one by one, cats disappeared into the ground. Where did they go? Meowed Graystripe in amazement. Another tunnel? Fireheart suggested. Come on, let's find out. Cautiously, the two friends approached the spot where the Wind Clan cats had vanished. As they neared, they saw a hole in the earth, like their resting place on the previous night. The entrance was round and lined with stone, sloping away into utter blackness. Fireheart led the way, all his senses alert for a Wind Clan patrol. The floor beneath his paws felt wet and slimy, and the sound of trickling water echoed around them. As the tunnel leveled out, Fireheart pricked up, pricked his ears and opened his mouth. The damp air smelled rank and bitter, worse, to, worse than the tunnel they had slept in. Here, the thunder path seemed mingled with the fierce scent of wind clan cats. It was too dark to see anything, but after a few paces, Fireheart was whiskers since the turning in the tunnel. Fireheart flicked his tail, touching Graystripe lightly with the tip, its tip. He couldn't see his friend in the blackness, but Graystripe must have felt the signal because he stopped beside 
because he stopped beside Fireheart. Together, they peered around the corner. Ahead of them, the tunnel was lit by a narrow hole in the ceiling that led to the wasteland above. Fireheart could see the many cats huddling together in the gray light. Warriors and elders, queens and kits, all pitifully thin and thin. A cold breeze blew restlessly through the hole in the roof, stirring the thin fur on the skinny bodies. Fireheart shuddered, for the breeze carried to him the stench of sickness and crow food. Suddenly, the tunnels shook as a monster roared overhead. Graystripe and Fireheart, already tense, jumped, but the Windclan cats didn't react. They simply huddled with half-closed eyes, numb to their surroundings. The noise died away. Fireheart took a deep breath and stepped around the corner, out into the thin light. A gray Windclan tom tom spun around, his fur standing on end as he yelled an alarm to the rest of his clan. In one smooth moment, the Wayne Clan warriors formed a line across the tunnel in front of them. Queens and elders, their backs their backs arched, hissing furiously. With a feeling of dread, Fireheart saw the glint of unsheathed claws and thorn sharp things. These half-starred cats were about to attack. That's the end of chapter five. Um next us. Next week or this week, I will read chapter 6 and 7. Bye.